Welcome to Under the Lid, a podcast that brings you behind the scenes information you never knew existed in your local breweries, with the addition of some friendly shit talk and a ton of beers. Welcome back to Under the Lid. Today, we decided to have an in-house podcast with uh, two of the least knowledgeable people I know, um, Mike and Weston from Wichita Brewing Company. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for being here today after you did nothing all day. Yeah, oh, thanks for having yeah, us, Cody. Thanks. We appreciate um, it. Yeah, we learn after the best. <laughs> you know, I'm fucking learning from me then. Um, yeah, tell all of our listeners who the hell you are, what you do at Wichita Brewing, and uh, yeah, how the hell did you end up here? Well, I guess I'll go first. My name's Weston. Um, what were the questions? Um, who the hell you are, what the hell you do. That's right. Well, I mean, I know you don't do shit all day, but the people think you might do something. I do a little bit. I'm the, the centrifuge and canning line operator for Wichita Brewing Company. Um, so I do all the processing of the beer <clears throat> and all the packaging from uh, Valley Center, Kansas. There's Ooh, a big dang. VC crowd in the in the house tonight, I guess. It is crazy how many people from brewing in Wichita are from Valley Center. That's true. Go ahead, Mike. Uh, so I'm Mike. Um, I started back here in February. Um, kind of learned under uh, Cody for a while and started brewing beer, um, washing kegs, you know, just doing all the crappy stuff that Cody doesn't want to do. Fuck yeah. I'm from Valley Center. Uh, I'm just retired in uh, February from the, from the army and, you know, twenty the, years, bro. Yeah, living the yeah, dream. Congratulations, living the dream. Did yeah. brewing ever cross either of your minds when you graduated college? No, no. <laughs> Never. Did, did you even like craft beer? I did. I was a pretty big craft beer fan. I moved from. I was in the Air Force for ten years and moved from Missouri to Washington State, where oh, I started uh, dabbling in the craft beer industry. Dabbling anything else up there? Uh, no, not in the military, unfortunately, but, uh, you know, there's good times to be had up in Washington. I love the Pacific Northwest. It's a great area. Um, from there I moved to Idaho where they have 10 barrel. Um, they had a 10 barrel location. That's there where 10 Boise. barrels from? They're from Bend, Oregon, I believe. Oh, um, they got a place in Idaho. somewhere in Oregon. Um, they had a place in Idaho. We drank a lot of their beer, ate a lot of their food. It was kind of the go-to place. Um, and I've just been in love with craft beer ever since. It was the taco shop of Idaho. Probably the taco shop of Idaho. Taco shop is not bad. Everybody that dogs taco shop, I mean, where can you get 12 tacos for like four bucks? Exactly. Fuck. A lot of places in Wichita, I feel like. <laughs> Wichita actually got way better tacos than, I mean, I'm not a taco connoisseur, but I feel like we got as good as tacos as any city. Yeah, I mean, they're pretty solid. I've been just about anywhere and or everywhere, and um, Wichita's got you know pretty good tacos. I just gotta say that. What you got? Was you guys go to craft beer before working here? Mine was. Uh, mm. I started out with Boulevard Unfiltered Wheat. Was my first craft beer. Um, well, now it's the Hazy Wheat. Yeah, I'm sure mine was it. Blue Moon. Fuck yeah, it's it probably was. my first. Disgusting. Oh, stop that! It is disgusting. I take it without the orange. I think that. Yeah. Orange slice puts it over the top. Is that to make you feel more like a man? 
Yes. Okay. I understand. Yeah, that. you yeah. ditch the orange. Yeah. 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 Do you, get, do you get offended when people put an orange in your blue moon? No, I don't get offended easily. Uh, it just makes them feel more like a girl. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing you know wrong with that. Yeah, I will say, um, if you guys go to Denver, go have a blue moon at the dugout. I think it's called the dugout. Um, it's where Blue Moon was first brewed, and it's in Coors Stadium. And oh, that's it cool. Will, it is night and day difference from just a bottle of Blue Moon in Wichita, Kansas. Why is that? OG. Is it oh, the water okay. from the Rockies? Is that what, is that what just that is? Just straight off the so Rockies. So it filters down from the Rockies in a little, uh, I guess, kind of tube that melts, and it runs underground through the airport where they're hiding all the bodies in the Illuminati. Mm -hmm. So it kind of filters through that process of people. Um, Yeah. And then it kind of gets to Coors Field, and that's just kind of what makes craft beer a little bit better in Denver. Oh, yeah, just that water profile. I think the the way that it filters is probably – Yeah, so we pull off the Arkansas, right? Yeah, I think that's where we get our water in that. It would make the most sense. I think that's – That's why our beer is so good. That's right. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, because it's got all the flavor <laughs> profiles in it. You just don't – I mean, you get a plethora yeah. of, of different flavors straight from the Arkansas River. <laughs> all that runoff. All that runoff. That's you know, mm-hmm. Real good. Before you guys started working here, did you hang out at much craft breweries in town? I went to Norton's quite a bit. Ugh. Um, Hopping Gnome. I was in Hopping Gnome for a while. See – I moved back in October of 19, got out of the military, worked for the VA for a couple years, um, and then got this job. But Wichita Brewing, Norton's, and Hopping Gnome probably for me. Yeah, I don't, I didn't drink any craft beer from Wichita until, well, basically until February. I mean, I haven't had uh, anything. I've kind of been, you know, I come home, do some family events, and I'm out the door again, so... Uh, getting back here to to try all the different beers uh, was was definitely cool. You guys getting a beer gut yet? Oh yeah, yeah. Working, oh, it's there. The <laughs> it's been there yeah. for a couple months. It's working, I'm working real hard on it. Um, Does it scare you? Yes. It, I've not, tried to cut back the last couple weeks. It's easy for me, but uh, I always feel like I'm just never more than like three to four weeks of like a good hard diet away from just like losing weight so it doesn't really oh, yeah. scare me that much i mean i just think of it as you know this this dad bod that i'm working on mm-hmm. now you know after 21 years i can really perfect it oh this, yeah this this beer gut that i'm getting it's basically a garage for my moped you know what i'm saying yeah <laughs> you picking up what i'm putting down i got you you know what i'm saying oh man yeah if i could get off my ass and do some cardio maybe it wouldn't be such a big deal but well if your job wasn't happening. so easy I mean, I burn the calories during the day. You're right. The job is easy, but it's a lot harder than it looks. What, uh, what, what calories? It's easy and what it's calories, harder than it looks. What calories do you burn during the day? Yeah. We're just trying to figure that out. What calories? Yeah. Besides like your mouth muscles. Oh, that's probably about it. Just running my mouth all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's running back and forth. Let's see. I probably got six miles today. In the brewery. Oh, bullshit. 5.15 miles. No. Wait, really? 10,000 steps. No way. Yeah. I don't know that I keep track of that. I can't can't afford an Apple Watch. I got 
five, six miles, 8,056 steps. Damn. See, now who's the one that works around here? I mean, you're walking, you're walking to the freezer and back. I just drink, right. Getting beers. Getting beers for yourself. (laughs) I think Cody had like, he just doesn't want to pull up. He has an app. I think he's got like 150 steps today. 150. That sounds about right. That was probably part of the Only because I made a TikTok today. So other than that, you know. Oh, yeah. Is uh, craft beer everything you thought it would be going into it? It's a lot more cleaning than I thought it would be. It's like fucking 90, 90% cleaning. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that for sure. And I wasn't expecting all the support, you know, tasks to do during the day either. Um, I guess I just thought it was... You brew it, it sits in a tank for a while, it goes to the canning line, and that's it. Support task, what do you mean? I mean, just, well, you got to carbonate the beer, you got to oh, transfer yeah. the beer, you got to prep the canning line, you got to operate the canning line, which is like six different areas of responsibility. <clears throat> and if everything's working well, then it, it goes pretty smooth, but we have- Rarely uh, does everything Yeah, rarely work does well. it all go, go well. <laughs> Our pack techer is not- has been it has been pretty good lately, but it's not the best. Yeah, Pat's a little bipolar. Um, Don't you call him? Yeah, Pat the Pack Tacker. <laughs> what in the <laughs> hell? Where did that come from? I gave him a name when I first got here. Why it was bipolar ass? Because the machine kept on messing up. Yeah, but why up. Pat? Who's Pat? Well, I don't know. It just rhymes with Pack Tacker. Right? Pack Tacker. Pat the Pack Tacker. Pat does in Pat. no way, shape, or form rhyme with Pack Tech. Yes, it does. In my vocabulary, it does. It does, right? It does not. It sure does. But uh, you guys look at craft beer different now that you're on the other side of it? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, the amount of money that you have to put up to brew one beer is a lot. And if it sucks, then you're just flushing all that down the toilet. Oh, yeah. Um, So do you have any problem? Uh, I like to ask kind of people who are newer into the industry this you probably used to bitch about six, seven dollar beers, right? Oh, definitely. That's like for sta- sure. it's like stadium yeah. pricing. Yeah. Um, now you're probably like, oh, dude. I mean, for a good beer, I got no fucking problem paying six, seven no bucks way. for a good, a good beer. No, I remember going out to eat and you know just trying to watch the budget and being like, man, I really want a beer, but I don't want to pay seven bucks. You know, that's almost another entree. But now that I'm <laughs> in it and I see all the hard work that goes into it and all the testing and trial and error like it's worth more than that do you sure. enjoy it more now that you're doing the job do i think, think i do um because i just kind of think about the behind the scenes stuff that i never got to see until i got the interview here at wichita brewing company um but there's there's so much that goes on behind the scenes well, it just makes you I'll appreciate it that. that much more oh, i mean because you know exa- you know what it took to get that I mean, glass in front of you. I mean, it's mostly me doing the work, but you guys do do some work. right? Yeah, right. Yeah, without me, it would just be <laughs> flat liquid. That's true. Maybe some alcohol. I, I love talking to shit with you guys, but honestly, a ke- I say this all the time. A keg washer is the most important job, or arguably the most important job in a brewery, because if you don't fucking wash the keg right, the rest is just it's pointless. That's true. And then the beer that you're drinking is... It's got something in it that you don't want in it. So that like, do you ever have a fucked up beer somewhere and you know it's fucked up and off because you've had it before and just think, like, I wonder what went wrong? I've had a lot of those. 
more mostly at river city um yeah <laughs> there were some there um and then i had one recently i'm not gonna say the name but it was say called, it i'm not gonna call him out say it what's it rhyme with um it's a dog oh yeah oh yeah is that too much did i give it away no no a dog it's a like dog. dogfish head not, yeah. a do- not a dogfish head. <laughs> oh, not dogfish head. Yeah. But okay. what, anyways, what was wrong with it? It was disgusting. <laughs> what was wrong with it? It was probably the worst beer I've ever had in my life. Really? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go that far. It was pretty bad. Damn. Yeah. I've had I, some flat beers before, but I've very rarely do I have a beer where I'm like, I can't finish it. Yeah, this one I threw up in my mouth just a little bit. <laughs> that's bad. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. bad. Weston, since you like do you carbonate beers and shit, do you look at beers different that way when they bring it to you in a pint? Instead of a bottle or a can, I, like you know, it's weird because I'm not a bartender, but I do judge when they bring me a beer and it's got too much head on it or not enough head. Um, but you know, that's the bartender. But there, I have had some overcarbonated beers for sure and undercarbonated. It's a fine line. Um, two point five to two point six is what we do, and it's easy to go over. Two point really five to two point six what? Carbonation level. I don't, I don't know the science behind it. So do you just put like carbonation fluid in your in the bright tank? Is that is that what you do? Yeah, yeah. So you just put in yeah. about two point six milliliters of carb fluid. Yeah. That's right. Bright. Yeah. Is that the stuff that you get at AutoZone, like the carb cleaner? Yeah, just like melted water. Just melted water. That's what Cody said earlier. Yeah. Melted water. Oh, yeah. That's, that is. <laughs> oh, melted. I don't know if you guys knew this. Cody's actually a scientist. He is a scientist. I mean, if you really break down the word of like what is a scientist, like it's not like a thing you have to earn. It's like you can just, you don't get a degree for being a scientist. You don't have to be like a peer reviewed. You don't have to have like a peer reviewed study somewhere and then you're just a scientist. You have to have a PhD and. Some sort I don't of think science. you have to have a PhD to be a scientist. So you can just call yourself a scientist if you yeah. want. Of course. So I can be a scientist too? Sure. You can okay. do whatever you want. That's what I'm saying. Um, another thing I was going to ask you guys, now that you're brewing beer and all that shit, do you take comments personal when people don't like the beer? Or do you see anything online? Do you got, Are you guys in craft beer groups or um, anything like that? No, I don't. Me personally, I don't. Everybody's got their own palate. You know, I, I mean- well, no, but have you been in an instance where someone's like, yeah, I don't like your shit? Yeah. I mean, I think since I've worked here, a few people have, you know, even family members come by and they're like, God, this is awful. And I'm like, well, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I mean, <clears throat> the rest of Wichita doesn't think so. So maybe it's your palate. Maybe you're awful. Yeah. Maybe you're, you're an awful, an awful for, person yeah. <laughs> for hurting my yeah, feelings. You go like straight that. to hell. <laughs> I did have somebody come up to me at one of our recent events and they had a barley wine and they did not like it. The husband and wife were well, not fans. Now I, I will say that a barley wine is not, it's not you, practical. You, no, it's not practical, but it's a gold medal winner. And Cody, you worked very hard on it. I didn't work on it. The good Lord worked on it while it was aging. Time and temperature, right? Or the good Lord, whichever. I like it. I mean, I think it's a good it's a good beer, barley wine. Um, I'm ready for it to be fucking cold outside. I'll give it another try. I like it. Like I'm a fan. Tastes raisins. like raisins. You guys got a favorite beer style? I, I'm a big IPA fan. Um, I think recently I've just gotten more into sours, but 
I've always been a uh, IPA guy. The hoppier, the better. I like porters and stouts. That's probably my go-to. This is perfect time of the year for me, December. Um, all these porters and stouts start coming out, all the different flavors and the lactose. I just like it. You a big lactose fan? I like lactose, yeah. What's your favorite stout in Wichita? Mm, I don't know. I mean, it's it's probably pretty bad, but probably the Buffalo Sweat. Ugh. Is my favorite. Oh my god! I do How like fucking Buffalo dare you, dude? I know. Why would you even say that? Although, see, for a lactose lover like myself, there's a, a cream ale at River City that I need to try. That's got coffee with it. Oh yeah, they should release that. Yeah, I need to try that. Yeah, I'm not a coffee guy. What's your like uh, favorite beer in Wichita, Cody? Uh, beer altogether this, is a seasonal from Hopping Gnome called Matt's Melon Mayhem. But if we're talking about stouts and porters, Keith Richard from CSB is probably as good as it gets when it comes to like sitting around a campfire, freezing your tits off, and just sipping on a beer. I mean, it's. I have not been to CSB as many times as I should. You know, it's been, I don't know why it's hard for me to get down to CSB. It's just. Because you're lazy. Yeah, I'm probably you're a lazy, lazy piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> There's no excuse why it's, you can't get somewhere in Wichita. CSB's putting out some good stuff. I mean, from the looks of it, I don't go there often, but I need to. Dude, all of Wichita's putting out some fucking good shit. Like, we I hope need, you guys fucking love this job more than you liked your other jobs. Oh, dude. It's not, not even a comparison. Like going from the governmental red tape to get anything done to this where you actually get shit done and you're able to produce something that everybody likes or most people like, you know, it's just... It is just the- fucking creates, like, think about what a beer does. Like, one to two beers, maybe three or four beers, changes, like, it just brings something out of people. It, it basically just turns all your bad feelings into good feelings. That's true. I mean, I mean that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's what we do here. I mean, Bottom we, line. Yeah. That's what I tell that's people. That's what it fucking does. Like, what do you do for Close a living? start coming off. Yeah, so what, what do you do for a living, Mike? What, uh, I turn your bad feelings into good feelings. That's a pretty good job. Walk man. us into a day in your guys' life five years ago. Ugh. So. Oh, God. Um, God. Or even like two or, or yeah, probably yeah, just two okay. years ago. Let's do five years ago. I woke up at uh, 0430. <laughs> um, that's... 4.30 in the morning. Okay. Cody. Jesus. A.M.? Yeah, 4 a.m. A.m. After midnight? Yeah, after midnight. Um, so I'd wake up, and then um, I'd get up in the morning, and you'd have to shave before you went to work. And then- You had to shave every day? Every day. Fuck shave that. every day. Did you guys have to shave on on the weekends, too? Yep. Non-duty days? Non-duty days. Anyone out that there sucks. who has a suit and tie has to shave every day, I'm sure you're probably relating to this story. Yeah. yeah. I feel sorry for you. Um, so wake up at four 30, shave, brush my teeth, uh, leave the house at four 45, uh, get to the PT field, um, and PT. do the physical training, um, get to the PT field. We'd have formation. Um, I'd have my soldiers in formation. Um, we'd take accountability and then we'd go on like a two or three mile run. Um, if it was muscle training, we'd do some type of CrossFit exercise, we do that till about 6.30, 6.45. We get done. We'd leave the PT field at 7. I'd run back home, shower and change, 
drive back to work, be back to work at nine, um, just do a whole bunch of office work until about five in the evening, um, and then go home. Rent, right. and, rent and repeat for, for 21 years. I mean, minus, minus deployments and stuff like that. But other than that, that's... I mean, there had it. to be some excitement too, but yeah, just that constant, do you like it better now? Um, structured, or do you like it obviously better now? But there had to have been a time where you thought that was just normal and uh, it was exciting, right? Military? I mean, yeah. I mean, after 21 years, you kind of get used to the the structure you know putting one uniform on to do pt in the morning putting one uniform on to go to work uh in the afternoons um yeah i mean it was it was nice having the structure there um but definitely like being here a little bit more no dress code come to work with a smile on my face every day no physical training working on this dad bod every day Mm -hmm. really grinding it out you know they say the most important part of your uh wardrobe every day is a smile yeah, I put that on every day. You know, I come to work until I'm you see Weston. Yeah, and then yeah, I, yeah. Then it's, fuck you, Weston. Yeah, fucking Weston. Jesus, <laughs> this guy's the most worthless guy I've ever worked with in my life. I mean, Damn I it. can't get. And him. if you had I to guess, how many people have you worked with in your life? Strive for greatness. Like thousands, thousands. And this guy takes the cake. I <laughs> yes. tell you what, you know, coming here, I give it one hundred and ten percent. I look across the room. And Weston's just like on his phone or <laughs> he's in the shitter for 45 minutes. It's just hard to get him to work, you know, just. Gotta, yeah. Yeah. But other than, other than dealing with Weston all day, I mean, I love my life. Life's pretty good. huh? That life is good. Yeah. Yeah. And I know what you mean. You know, I sometimes work with him too. Yeah, I know. You know, <laughs> I wake up every morning thinking about how can I make these guys even more mad? <sighs> well, you're, well, you're fucking doing a pretty good job. You're, huh? you are right. succeeding. That's, you are you're going above and beyond the standard. That's my goal. That's, That's you should great. keep at it. Weston, what was your uh, wake up in five years ago or two? Whatever. Well, desk job. I was probably in North Dakota, like uh, fifteen miles from the Canadian border. Um, when I was there, it was negative sixty. It got to negative sixty with a wind chill. What? So it was extremely cold. That yeah, can't be real. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's real. Really. No. Negative 60 with the wind chill, yep. I um, will fact check that later. Yeah, yeah that's pretty <laughs> do cold. It. I mean, that's cold enough to freeze the balls off a brass monkey, you know so what I'm saying? So they told us when we got there, in the winter, if you're pumping gas, you need to wear gloves because your hands will burn on the pumps because they're they're so cold. And they were right. I mean, it, everything was just freezing cold. Well, Did the you get it? coldest temperature ever recorded on planet Earth was... What is it? Wait, what? Minus 128 Fahrenheit. Like your nostrils freeze, you know, like what? It's so cold. It's hard to breathe. Do you guys know the difference between Fahrenheit and Celsius? 32 degrees. (laughs) It's just 32 degrees difference. I mean, zero Celsius is 32 degrees Fahrenheit. That's a train. I don't know. So, okay. Five years ago. Uh, let's say, you know, I get up at five, go to the gym, come home, 630, uh, eat something, get in the shower, shave, of course, put on my uniform, go to work. Um, and then it was a shit show from there. It was just, you know, just trying to get stuff done without the resources was definitely the hardest part for me. Um, 
I'd be there till all my guys left. So it'd be five or six, go home, eat dinner, play with the kids for a little bit. Um, after they go to bed, just continue working. Um, it, it was just too much, too Damn. much work and not enough play. Dude, that's got to be like 90 plus percent of America every day though, right? Oh, I just... was, yeah. I mean, I mean, so I've known people that live, that have lived on the West Coast, like the DC area. And it's just, a they say it's a rat race, you know, everybody's trying to do one better than the ne- than the next person and trying to make their mark and trying to move up the ladder and cutting each other's throat to get there too. Oh, oh, definitely. Yeah. There's a lot of that. Um, and I'm not knocking anybody that does that, that chooses that for their career, but it's just not for me. And I realized it wasn't for me when I was working at the VA, I thought, you know, there's gotta be something better out there. And, uh, Wichita Brewing had a office manager position opened up and I was a healthcare administrator at the time. And so I applied for it, got the job. And since May of 2021, it's been an eye opener for me. It's just amazing how, how many people wake up and hate their job. Oh, Dude, I mean, it takes over everything. Percent. Yeah, I mean, they just go to work and they're like, God damn it. I got to hear Martha over there bitching all day about my job and what's going on. And then Martha's fucking husband's got to hear that shit yeah. at home too. Yeah. And then they take it home and she's still bitching. It's like, and then they, she, she complains all the way up until it's time to go to sleep. And then she rinses and repeats the oh, next dude, day. Yeah. Could you imagine how fucking exhausting it must be to just bitch about everything 24 7 i mean i bitched about my job 24 7 probably for years like the amount of unhappiness that your job can bring you is insane well fuck it's i mean spend most of your life doing it at least 40 hours of your week at least bare minimum damn yeah i mean since i've got this job since i started working here in february you know it was a it was a big deal, you know, as I was getting close to retirement, I wanted to, to figure out what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. And, um, you know, the yeah, last- bro, Mike, what did bring you to the brewing? Cause you'd hit us up about an internship. Yeah. You know, I, the last year or about a year and a half before I retired, you know, I was really searching to see what I wanted to do, you know, cause the only thing I've known for the last 20 something odd years was, was a military life. So, you know, I really enjoyed baking. Um, it was a way for me to relieve some stress. So I thought I'd give that a shot. Baking? Yeah, baking. How? Why have you not baked us anything? I have no baked goods <laughs> in front of me, and I'm a sucker for baked <laughs> I goods. I have never had a baked good in front of me from Mike. Well, if I didn't have to work so hard picking up your oh, oh, shit. Slack all Whatever. goddamn I wish day. I had a wow. sound so effect on goddamn here. Busy. That... Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, you know, when I get home, I'm just so exhausted because yeah. I worked all day doing <laughs> mm-hmm. both of your jobs. <laughs> <laughs> and then doing mine so basically i'm doing a work for three people yeah. it's, exhausted from yeah. switch hitting in Jesus the bathroom Christ. right so yeah i did the i did the baking deal i got a basically a, worked at a bakery for about six or seven months uh really before i retired yeah and um you want to talk about bitching oh my in god. the bakery oh god it was just <laughs> and there, there's not a knock on women but good God. I mean, it was, I would go in there after work. I was working two jobs. So I'd work all the way until five. I'd get off at five. Then I'd go to the to the bakery and I'd work from 5.30 to about 10. And I did that for about six months. And uh, man, there was so much drama. I, I have this new outlook 
my I, I want zero drama in my life. Um, and you got time for it. Yeah, there's no. no time. So you know, at the the bakery, it was just constant. I mean, it was just people complaining, and then even customers, they come in and be like, "This is not what I wanted. This isn't what it's supposed to look like." And it's like, "Damn, lady, I'm not freaking Picasso here. You know, cut me some damn slack." I mean, it looks like it, but it isn't going to be identical. <laughs> so. Uh, realized really quickly that that wasn't the profession that I needed to go into. So thought uh, long and hard. Do you think it was maybe just the business and not the actual baking? No, the business sucked too. I mean, it's just crazy. But do you think it's like that at every bakery? Yeah. I mean, God bless them. I mean, they work their asses off. I mean, they get up, they have early mornings. They got to put up with people that complain all the time. Hats off to them. They are hard workers. They don't get enough credit for what they do. Um, it's just not for me. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast, I would love for someone to hit us up who absolutely loves their job that is not in a brewing field. Yeah. Yeah. That I, could be interesting. Yeah. I think, you know, maybe, you know, I know another profession that people would love. How about these, these cannabis cultivators? Oh, hell oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah they they're... go to, I bet you they go to work in their underwear in the morning and they name, all 1,000 of their plants. They're like, oh, a little bit of water for you, Lisa. Here's some for you, Rachel. And just skipping down <laughs> the lanes. They got it them. on timers, I'm sure. You know, they probably don't have to do much, but. Uh, I mean, I would, if I was there, I'd water them personally. You yeah. Know, making sure. Get intimate would, with the plants. Absolutely. Right. You know, give it 110%. Yeah, but that's illegal. It is. Illegal. Uh, here it is. Yeah, here it is. And, you know, I. Do you think uh, weed will ever be legal in Kansas? eventually i hope so we'll be one of the last i think do you think we'll be the last i don't think we'll be the last but we'll be one of the last uh yeah we'll be one of the last if not the last uh, yeah there's I a few 49 hanging around <laughs> and then fucking dorothy just clicks her heels and is like pass some water. better late than never i guess yeah i mean honestly my vote would be never yeah what I mean, Why? Look at what marijuana does to people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it basically just does the same thing alcohol does. It just turns all your bad feelings into good feelings. That's true. I mean, let's just be honest. What does it do? It just makes you tired, hungry, hungry, which boosts the economy. That's does, true. Does Taco it? shops going to see does a lot more business. Yeah. Taco <laughs> shop will probably open up five more locations. They might. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't. A, I don't follow absolutely any politics uh, other than like memes and shit. But what is good. what is the argument for marijuana not being legal in kids? Like, I'm sure they've brought it across the desk of someone. I or mean, is there like a pitch well, at the White House? Or it, I mean, it passed. So, I mean, not that I follow this or anything, or I'm interested in, in uh, cannabis at all. But uh, I did. <laughs> wow, wow, I, right. I did happen to stumble across an article a few months ago um, where it did pass in the House. So. Kansas did pass uh, a law in the House to uh, legalize marijuana, but um, medical marijuana, medical marijuana, um, to the extent of topical creams and edibles, um, but no, no flour, no smoking, no vaping, um, things along that sort. So, what rub something on your elbow and you can get high? Yeah, like a topical cream. I don't know how that works. I hope that doesn't pass because you know the the amount of people that are going to take you know, 20 milligrams of edibles their first time and they're just going to be 
Yeah, and then people licking topical creams on the corner. I mean, right? I, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. like an ice cream cone, and be like, "Oh, this one's great," and be like, "Bro, you're licking lotion." Uh-huh. Yeah, I'd, I just mean, I'd squeeze the tube on down. Squeeze the yeah. tube. I'd pay to see that. I would too. Yeah, for yeah. sure. If you had to give up marijuana, liquor, you can only keep two: marijuana, liquor, or beer, liquor. No, you can only keep two. Oh. One's got to go. Yeah, I, so liquor's got to go. Marijuana would have to go. Really? Yeah. I mean, dude, I'm a big, I'm, I would never give up beer. Um, I, I just enjoy it way too much. And then uh, I do enjoy a good bourbon every once in a while. So cannabis just, uh, you know, not that I've ever uh, partaked in cannabis, but the stories that I've heard is uh, <laughs> people say it makes you really tired and hungry. <laughs> Um, not that I've ever done any of that. I just want to make that clear. Yeah. That I've never in sure. my life smoked cannabis. And I think our listeners understand that. Yeah. Because they have not either because they live in Kansas. It's yeah, illegal. Of course. It is right. illegal. Yeah. So uh, I hope that uh, maybe one day I could try. Try Amer- some cannabis. Yeah. Or yeah. Um, I, I think they call it a marijuana cigarette. Is that what they call it? Yeah, reefer madness. Reefer madness. That's I right. mean, what what really is the argument though for why Kansas wouldn't have it? Do they really think it's just gonna bring crime and drug addicts and everyone? Probably. The- like Kansas is like it's a red state, so you know you have these because of the wheat. Or yeah, what? I, I just you know you got all these old people that have been in politics for God their whole lives, their whole lives, like five ten years. Yeah, and these are the people that watched reefer madness and they're like if you smoke reefer or cannabis your your fucking head's gonna pop off and yeah well it started out being a race a racial thing i smoked k2 one time and my head did pop well fuck yeah i mean that's who knows what's in that but i I think when you get these older people and we start getting the younger generation into the office that you'll see that this will pass quicker kansas is just really stupid um and I'm sorry, listeners. Then fucking move, dude. Yeah. Well, I'm not moving. But Kansas is stupid. <laughs> uh, th- just the tax revenue that they're losing out on. If you look at Colorado, um, and I don't know what they're th- th- what they tax cannabis. I think last time I seen it was like 16 percent. Um, and then Oklahoma, and then I think Missouri's uh, passed it. Even that uh, way, yeah. even all those tax rates. Do you think? Uh, the dispensaries are still just racking it in. What do you think people from Kansas are doing that want to smoke cannabis? They're going to Colorado, Missouri, um, Oklahoma, Oklahoma, and they're they're gonna they're giving all these other states money that Kansas could be raking in. So let me ask you this: another question. Uh, what do you think legalization of marijuana would do to craft beer? Improve it. Yeah, I honestly. Think, yeah, yeah. I mean, because if you're I mean, if you're a craft beer lover or you like craft beer, you're going to reach out for it wherever you can. You know, it's not if you're a cannabis connoisseur, you might do the same thing. But craft beer changes so much. You can go from one week having, you know, an imperial stout to the next week having a sour goza, you know. Yeah. And I I mean, cannabis, you got your... So I've heard you've got your uh, <laughs> strains that just kind of, you know, they might crossbreed some strains or whatever. Um, but I assume it's pretty much the same. Yeah. I, I'm, well, I would think anyone who, when, if marijuana gets legal in Kansas, let's just say it gets legal a year from now, 
you're the same people are going to be who want to smoke marijuana are still going to smoke marijuana and do all the same things they're doing now. They're still getting marijuana somehow. I don't know how they get it because it's illegal. I think it's a selfish or a selfless thing to want to have cannabis legalized in this state because not not only from the uh, medicinal benefits of it, but for the people that have kind of thought in the back of their mind they maybe want to try it and now it's legal if that happens and now they're able to try it and you know just brings people joy yeah and what's so what's so bad about that yeah exactly is it easier to drink and drive or high and drive I don't drive. I've never done that, so I can't. I've never done that. That's the answers I was looking for. I've never done. I'm a, I'm a responsible <laughs> adult. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, I'm a lot more with it. I think. If if when uh, I'm drunk, I don't care. I'm just you know. If weed was to the metal, right? if weed was legal, would that change a lot of your uh, as much craft beer as you drink though, or would you rather just go home and get stoned? I don't smoke cannabis, so I can't answer this question. I mean, no, I think it'd still be, it'd still be a 50-50 type of thing for me. I don't, I mean, <clears throat> people are going to get it no matter what, whether it's legal or illegal. And it kind of just depends on your personality, I would guess. Well, what's your personality, dude? Uh, my personality is probably 50 50 you know there there are definitely times where i want to where i need to slow down like my thought process because i'm the type of person that will think about something and ruminate over those thoughts over and over and over actually do you think marijuana would help you throughout your day yes no not here um, there's too much shit going on here to be high. That's for damn you sure. You couldn't brew and be high? No, fuck or, no. Or just do centrifuge? No. Uh, I mean, no. he would be completely like- <laughs> You'd be you more- think I'm worthless now. Yeah, he would be completely- <laughs> We'd have to put a cot in here for him to take a nap. I mean, he would be from like, he would, I mean, the, the drop and Dude, I don't know. his I, worthlessness I know, would just I have a, fall. quite a few friends who smoke a lot, but they're still with it. pretty active. Like, oh, you can be active and be high, you know. I will say, um, the first time I ever went into a dispensary, like, I don't fucking smoke marijuana. I wanted to go into a dispensary, though. And uh, I went in there and I was like, holy shit. Like, I wonder if these old fucking politicians who are denying this shit, if they went into these fucking clean, beautiful... I mean, very well organized places, checking your IDs four different times yeah. before you can even look at a joint. Right. I wonder if they've been in these places and thought like, oh shit, Well, I mean, maybe this isn't so dirty. You know, that comes back to Governor Kelly in Kansas and, you know, wanting to legalize medicinal edibles. Anybody that's dabbled in marijuana knows that you don't want to mess around with edibles because you will be... You know, just you'll be hit by a freight train if you're not what's careful. Your, what, cut the fucking act bullshit. What's the funniest edible story you both have? You marijuana smokers. Oh, man, I don't know if I can tell this story. I yes, can't. you can. I can't tell mine. Well, you can't just fucking say you can't. Well, summarize it. Okay. Someone who's very close to me doesn't 
your wife doesn't uh, dabble in edibles very often. Right. And so, you know, we were hanging out, having a good time. And that person's grandma and grandpa came by. And <laughs> a surprise she visit? Couldn't, yeah, surprise <laughs> visit. She couldn't handle it. Like she had to go out back and just kind of sit there and be with herself and just collect her thoughts. Find Jesus. I mean, it was a, yeah. And I felt sorry for her, you know. Did you uh, try to help her or were you oh, also zapped? No, I, I went out and tried to help her. But yeah, I was, uh, it's hard to come back down from that, you know? <laughs> like if, I think if you're drinking and you're drunk, you can, you can hold it together. But if your mind's in a different place, you're, you might as well just be left alone. I think mine was in a uh, state that it was legal to eat edibles. Fair. So yep. was mine, but, yep, by the in way. In a state, yep. I was in a legal state. Just want to repeat that again. Um, and uh, I ate edible, and I didn't think that it hit me, and then I ate another edible. Oh, yeah. Yeah. See? Now, this is the story that the Governor Kelly yeah. needs to hear. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, needless to say, about an hour and a half later, I got hit in the face with a sack of nickels. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was literally. Are you sure it was a sack of nickels? I don't know what it was. Were you out? I, no, I wasn't out. I, I went through all the phases of feelings. I mean, every, I thought I was going to die. I was happy. I was laughing. It was, it was a good time. Um, and I remember watching um, this infomercial. I don't know if you guys remember this, but the uh, Ron Popeil Showtime Cooker. Do you guys remember that? No, never. Let me go ahead and say this, Logan. Set it and forget it. Do you guys remember that? Set it and forget it? Yeah. No, I know. Damn. No. You guys don't. No, seriously. You guys don't remember set it and forget it? No. The Showtime. It cooked 12 whole quarter pound hamburgers at one time. I know this because I watched this infomercial for two hours because I couldn't reach for the remote. It was too <laughs> far across the bed. It cooked yeah. two whole ducks at one time. And needless to say, this Ron Popeil Showtime cooker, um, Ron, if you are listening uh, and need a sponsor. Shout out Ron Popeil. Shout out, shout out Ron. Ron um, it steamed your vegetables at the same time. Damn. So you'd put a steamer on top. You just set the time and you'd walk away. And it cook everything. Damn. Yeah, you could cook. It was, you were fascinated. By I was, that. Yeah, twelve whole kebabs. It cooked them That's at a one lot time. Of kebabs. Yeah, and it rotisserie yeah. them babies. You know what I'm saying? So you could yeah. see the flavor crystals coming off your meat. Oh my god, it's so good. It's so good. That sounds like a positive story to me. We, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. I thought I was gonna die. I thought my heart was gonna stop at one point. Uh, but you know, when you when you do those things and you partake in that kind of stuff. You just gotta. I mean, how bad can it be if it grows from the ground? Yeah, you just gotta enjoy the enjoy the ride. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. See that going by that logic is pretty rough because if you take a bite out of a cactus that grows from the ground, you're gonna have a bad time. Yeah, but anybody? Wow. <laughs> I have eaten cactus before. Yeah, what kind of diet? Uh, yes, I yeah, have. Who yeah, who eats a cactus, though? So I was in... What the... What the what oh, the, you have eaten a cactus. What, yeah. the, what the stickers in it? With uh, Yes, but you got to shave them off, right? So I was in, uh, in training to be a seer specialist, survival training. And we were down in Texas, and really the only food source we had were cacti. And so we would take uh, you know a piece of cacti off with our gloves... And we would just shave the skin off, 
the outside. The inside meat tastes like a cucumber. But every once in a while you get one of those uh, stickers or whatever in your throat, which sucks. Yeah, what what kind of meat is in the <laughs> cactus? I just want to know. Cactus kind, meat. Like pork meat, hamburger no, it's meat? Like a, it's like a cucumber. So it, it tastes like a cucumber. Is it vegetarian? Yeah. Yeah, let's, yeah, it's vegetarian. So it's really not meat. It's like a vegetable. Yeah. So you said cactus meat. It's like meat. a vegetable. You said cactus meat. Well, the meat of the cactus. So it's The not, cacti meat. So it's really not meat. It's a vegetable? No, it's not meat. Well, you just said it's it like a meat. vegetable, but the meat of the cacti. God, <laughs> I see, am losing everybody brain out there. Cells. Yeah, it's I'm all losing day brain with this. cells, and I don't have a whole it's lot left. So I'm gonna need you guys to get it together here. Working on it. Yeah. So <laughs> the cacti meat was pretty good. Yeah, you know, tasted like cucumber. Um, but you know, there are like poisonous things that grow from the ground, which I guess you don't want to eat. But things that have been proven to be non-poisonous have got to be good, right? Mushrooms. Well, some mushrooms are non-poisonous. Yeah, do you guys eat mushrooms? I hate mushrooms. I like mushrooms. I'm not a big mushroom guy. I'm a portobello guy. <laughs> I love portobello wow, mushrooms. Portobello wow. mushrooms. <laughs> I like them. <laughs> no, do you guys actually eat uh, like steak and mushrooms and shit like that? Do you oh, like yeah. mushrooms? Love I, I hate them. Oh, I love them. No. Texture. It's like slimy, I chewy. would rather drink fucking three beers from fucking... River City than eat a mushroom. I'm with you on this one. <laughs> I would, I would, I would tough it out with you, Cody, on this River City Brewery beer deal. Well, in, instead of eating these, disgusting- I'm the minority. I dude, I like some mushrooms. Just you know, put them in there with some onions in the pan. Ugh. Sweat them out. Ugh. I love them, dude. So nasty. So good. Ugh. And there will be people out there that agree with me. Hopefully, no, there's oh, not. No, there's I think you're probably probably by yourself on this one, Weston. Well. <laughs> That's they should right. honestly uh, criminalize eating mushrooms. I'm with you on this one, Cody. As a matter of fact, I think we'll start a petition after this uh, yeah. meeting. Uh, we'll put it on Facebook. Can you imagine the uproar that you would cause if you criminalize mushrooms? Mushrooms, <laughs> like, illegal. What the fuck's your All problem? It's like, no, we just don't like people eating them. Yeah, I don't like steaks. them, so nobody needs to like them. Right. <laughs> well, they don't belong on steak, I can tell you that. This is true. I believe they do. No, they don't. I had a steak at uh, Firebirds on Saturday. It was pretty good. Tell me about that. Was it good? It was good. Is that the best you know, restaurant in Wichita? Um, ooh, what is, what is the best restaurant in Wichita? Firebirds. I don't think so. Firebird. I had their, like, their sea bass. Their that, food was really good, but uh-huh. their service was lacking. No, dude. Lacking. It's, it's Firebirds? so yeah. good. Yeah, Firebirds. You, you've never been? Dude, I can't afford that. You eat steak every day, and you can't afford. Yeah, some you fire make like birds. ninety thousand a year. I mean, dude, steak's one thing. I'm not gonna trust my steak in the hands of some. Was it f- free birds? Was it fire Firebirds. Fire birds. Yeah, not free birds, dumbass. God, Cody, Christ. fucking Jeez. angry birds over Thank here. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's the nicest uh, restaurant you ate at in Wichita, Cody? <clears throat> um, in Wichita, probably success. Oh really? Oh, Is that nice? Do they it... have a fucking meat aging room of their steaks? It's can fucking... you see the meat? Yeah, you can. Yeah. Really? It's really. It is really nice. Can you pick your aged meat? 
Um, I think you have to go back in the kitchen and tell the tell the chef. Um, a lot of times they get mad at you for doing that, but <laughs> if you, I mean you can, you do have the option. It's like America, go you're free. You're yeah, you can free. do whatever you want. Yeah. What's the nicest restaurant you guys have ever ate at in your life? Oh man. Weesh. That's tough. Fuck! I can tell you the nicest restaurant I ever ate at in my life was the most pissed off I've ever been in my life. <laughs> What is it? I got to hear the story now. She fucking, uh, says my ex-girlfriend and, uh, she's ranting and raving about this place. Uh, well, I say the nice restaurant. I'll say my most expensive meal. If that's correlation. Um, she goes, Oh yeah, I heard about this place. Uh, Denver. I can't even remember the place, but, um, goddess reservations. We get there. I find out it's $250 a plate. Um, it was our anniversary. I don't know. Sure. Fucking swipe the credit card, pay it back later. Uh, it was a four course meal and the entree or the, you know, appetizers was some shit. Entree said like pork, salmon, chicken, steak, um, is like six meats. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit, like this is a this, this is a good deal. This should be pretty fucking legit. Yeah. I'm not fucking kidding. They you. came out with a slither. No, they came out with a fucking hot plate and six raw pieces, one piece of shrimp, one shrimp oh, sized piece of chicken, on, man. one shrimp sized piece of steak, uh pork. And you beef, gotta cook it yourself. And you gotta cook it yourself. That's and, insane. Uh, yeah, so I was like, well, this is highly disappointing because it was on like a fucking lunch, like a high school lunch tray thing. <laughs> and uh, and she was just thrilled about it. And I was just in the back of my head like, are you fucking kidding me? I could have I could have cooked better steaks than this. Yeah, you could have went to Arby's um, and saved yourself But you know, I'm trying to have a good time. So, you know, I do the right thing and I order a bottle of wine. Ooh. Well... What what type of wine? Um, so our listeners can see what type of spender you are. Fuck, your guess is way better. Than is it mine. some like Don Perignon or what? Something no, fancy. Fucking probably some. I don't know. It was one hundred forty bucks, but it was also. Holy but shit. it was like it was probably nine ninety nine at any liquor store. Um, so I ordered a bottle of wine, thinking I'm going to be cool, uh, and it's while she was in the bathroom. When she comes back and gets pissed, <laughs> she's like, oh, you just want to get fucked up instead of enjoying a nice meal? And off a like, bottle of wine? Yeah. Yeah, you can't get hammered off a bottle of wine. Well, I, I didn't really know what to say, and I was already a slightly upset mm-hmm. at the $500 meal price of this, but I was trying to have a good time. Yeah. And I left there, paid the fucking $500 tab. And, uh, yeah, I'll never fucking be back there. But it was, I guess, nicest. It was like a run, not a rundown house. It was an old house. It was actually in Manitou, Manitou Springs. Oh, Manitou. Yeah, it's really nice. Oh, it wasn't in Denver. Manitou Springs. Um, yeah, fuck. Sorry if that story was boring. Yeah. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I've ever ate anywhere that's, like, super nice. I think um, I've kind of just ate at some, like, you know, really nice places, but just casual. One, because I'm never going to dress up to go somewhere to eat. I'm not a yuppie. Have you been somewhere you've got kicked out for wearing what you're wearing? 
Uh, no. Because Fuck that, no, and you never will. That's yeah, I, because I have I, so many friends and family that's like, oh, well, you can't wear gym shorts in here. It's like. If you can pay the tab, you can wear whatever the fuck you want in here, with yeah. the exception of probably somewhere in L.A. You know, I mean, I think that's the the thing is, like, if you're going to pay that kind of money, you should be able to wear what you want. Like, I understand that there's some really nice places and people are like, you can't wear sweatpants in here. Um, and I get it, but, I mean, if you're paying $250 for a Yeah, you should be able to wear what you, you want. You should wear, wear whatever you want. Uh, what what gets me is I see all this this shit on like Food Network and these people are like oh I'm eating this fine dining and shit and I'm like oh that's all great and shit and then they come out and they got a slither of meat and they're like this is seventy five <laughs> or eighty bucks and it's but like it looks a, good it looks good but it's a slither of meat with like a a spoonful of mashed potatoes I'd be like listen here heifer I'm gonna need you, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna need you to bring out I'm gonna need you to bring out thirteen more of these yeah, plates right. because this isn't gonna work for me. I need I need more. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm I'm a So I know it's probably been a long ass time till either you two tied down motherfuckers have been on a date. But were you ever worried about taking your girl on a date? <laughs> like did you do you remember Dude. the first time a date wondering like, oh well, I don't want to get full, I don't want to eat in front of her, I don't want this much. Man, I was taking him to Applebee's in Park City, dude. Hell yeah. Fucking <laughs> Applebee's, man. That, that was mine. I, the Applebee's on uh, I think it was Central. Was it on Central? Over no, there? I don't know. I went to the one in Park City. Of Applebee's, yeah, dude. Was, at the time I think it was on Central. Um and I, I went to Applebee's. There's no shame in my game. Listen. No way. Yeah. I love But there fucking shouldn't be. I love food. And if you don't love the fact that I love food, dude. You that, gotta go. When that Bourbon Street steak comes out mm. sizzling on yeah, that fucking, sizzling. Oh, this. it's over. Yeah, it's time to motorboat it. That's you know? gross. It's you fucking annoying yeah. your other tables out of your own hunger. Such so disrespectful. No, it's like a look at me. This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. I'm about to take this meat yeah. and put it in my mouth. That's right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 So what's my, that look, what did what's you, that look for? Cody? <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> these two guys are getting hot and sweaty in the studio. Speaking of hot and sweaty, my most expensive meal was Fogo de Chao. Ooh, that yeah, sounds real fancy. Fogo de Chao. <laughs> sounds, but for, where's that at? In I'd like San to go. Antonio, Texas. Yeah, I'd like so, to uh, I think it was like 75 bucks for, me, for myself. Sick. Um, That's not bad, dude. So they come around with all different kinds of meats, and you uh, have a little coin that's like green side up or mm-hmm. red side yeah. up. Oh, just bring so, you more meat. Yeah, if you have Hell green side yeah. up, they just bring you more. It's like a Brazilian, like a yes. Brazilian oh, thing, yeah, and exactly. then just shave the meat yes. off. That yep. coin is that's uh, just yeah. gonna stay green. So you had lots of meat, dude. I had the meat sweats for two days mm-hmm. after that. Damn. Yeah, I love. And it. I drove from that next day. I drove from San Antonio to. Uh, where was it in California? I don't remember. Somewhere in California, yeah, and Jacksonville. Yes, Jacksonville, California, and uh, it's a good thing it was just me and my truck alone mm-hmm. because yeah. man, well, you did you have the did you have bubble guts? Oh, dude, it was. Did you stop yeah, and get bad. you? Did you stop and get you some ass spackle? No, I just yeah, you yeah. Know, I know you were hurting. You just oh, I was hurting. Yeah. Wait, did it they have any of those time. in Kansas? Like, just like bring me more meat. I don't know if they have a You know, I'm barbecue. surprised they don't. Like, they should. I mean, that'd be kind of cool. That's like, that's like a concept, a Brazilian steakhouse. Like, you don't have to live in Brazil. You know what my, probably my favorite restaurant is in this area? Broadway it's Burger. probably Size in mm. Sedgwick. 
It's been a minute. If you've not Huff been to Horns? Size, what is, that? Is, is it Wednesday's Country Fried Steak Night? Oh, oh my no. God. Dude, that chicken fried it used steak to be is bigger than the plate it comes out on. Every and time it's I go, so good. I have to loosen my. Usually I go in sweatpants. So elastic is the key here, folks. So you can ex- <laughs> so, yeah. you, so you can expand. If you're not wearing elastic and you're wearing a belt buckle, just go in. Dude, I want to lo- go there tomorrow. Loosen up your belt buckle, unbutton your pants. And pull down the zipper a little bit because you're going to expand. I mean, that's that's how big that chicken fried steak is. It's so good. You know, and that's a pro for why they need to allow whatever you want to wear as their dress code. Mm-hmm. Because if you're oh, wearing dude. sweatpants, like you're going to eat more. I know it's been a minute since you guys have been on a date, but you have to remember, like, you probably were putting on fake as fuck shit. On, like, I hate wearing jeans. I fucking cannot stand it. I won't even put them on if I'm going on a first date, but I'm taking, so I'm not doing any first dates. But, <laughs> God, just wearing uncomfortable clothes yeah, pisses no, me off. Yeah, yeah. Like, jeans, I, I don't mind wearing jeans every once in a while, but I think they're the most uncomfortable thing ever. They dude. are pretty uncomfortable. I mean, if I could mow the grass in a sundress and get away with it and pull it off. <laughs> dude, I've been saying that for I mean, years. You know, I, would, I you know? Would, hey, you know how these females wear these rompers? I Hell was like, yeah. they should make a dude romper. Dude, they know, make, they right? do make dude rompers. Do they make dude rompers? Yes. It, the only thing would That's be, on my Christmas list, guys. Um, I feel like men piss more than women, mm-hmm. and you have to like tear the whole thing down. Yeah, Not but really, why you couldn't just, you why couldn't you put a flap in the middle of the romper? If it's a romper, you just stick it out the leg hole. Oh, you stick it out the leg hole. Do you yeah. guys ever do that? All the time. Like, yeah. Pull, no, I never in, stick instead, it out the... instead of pulling it down your pants, just yeah, not, just pull it out the flap. Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> dude, there was a Raiders fan at the Chiefs Raiders game. I have a picture of him. Um, we were in the bathroom when he was deaf. I mean, from the back, you can fucking tell like something. Like, what the fuck, dude? And uh, yeah, he was definitely pissing out of his flap. And like, you don't use she, a flap. And the cheat? No, I do. Yeah, or not all the time. Yeah, but, but I mean that's like what it's there underwear. for. If I'm yeah, at the lake, flap and you're I never use it. You just pull the zipper down, bro. Pull, pull, pull it out the flap, and then you're good. Wait, then what you're, are, wait, I think we're talking about two different things. I'm talking about like pulling down it, your shorts, like pulling the shorts to the side. Oh no. Oh, no. no! I'm talking I about the flap in your underwear, no. bro. No, I'm talking I'm not about that lazy. literally pulling your underwear and shorts. I was um, gonna say I'm not. I must not be as gifted as other people. Yeah, if, I mean, apparently you know, I'm not either. Right? I yeah, mean, no. I, yeah, I can't do that. either. What do you got to uh, be gifted for? Yeah, well, um, my, you yeah. know, I got to pull it down. Like I gotta, I gotta pull my. Yeah, you know, you know, I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting. Yeah, down, bro. okay, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cody, Still we all- pretty lost. We, we all, you know <laughs> what they say? You very know? far from blessed. <laughs> and it works for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm I'm not very blessed at all. Well, I don't know. We're all blessed for just being here on earth. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, hey, Cody, tell me about this, uh, you know, another day not promised stuff that you do every day. What? When did that start? And why did you? I wish I could pinpoint a day that it started. It's probably been close to fuck almost ten years now. Honestly, Um, I got arrested one time, and I had a nice little big savings account starting up, you know, for my life. And uh, I got arrested, and I had to pay a lawyer like five grand to so I wouldn't have a felony. Jesus. <laughs> and, uh, Did you fight uh, somebody? No, I was a fucking drunk idiot and I this cab driver was pissing me off and I 
uh, ripped his credit card machine off the front of his thing and smashed it out the window. Um, yeah, not that's not, pretty, not very proud. Yeah. But yeah, that's a good uh, story. anyways, it was a uh, it was a thousand and six bucks restitution. Anything over a thousand dollars in Kansas is a felony oh, no. for restitution, or or just in damage. In damages, really? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I thousand dollars doesn't get you very far. No, fuck no. And uh, tried to get a lawyer so he, I wouldn't have a felony. And he was like, he's like, give me five grand, I'll take care of it. And then I had to pay the thousand dollar restitution, court fees, yada yada. At the time, I was like fucking twenty two, twenty three. Just drained me of everything. I started to really sit back and look. I was like, fuck. Even though it was 100% my fault, any small thing in this world could fucking happen and everything you work for could be fucking wiped. That's true. In a fucking second. Yeah. You could fucking work your... That's why I can't... And the whole Another Day Not Promise is like, who fucking knows? Like, I was saying that shit almost 10 years ago. And now it's, I even want to say it more, almost twice a day. Some asshole could run up in this brewery tomorrow and just shoot us all up. Yeah, I think Who about knows? that. Probably yeah, I mean, more than you could I get t boned <clears throat> by a drunk driver. I, I think about that, like you know, they they got these stories in Florida with these sinkholes. People are just sleeping, and then they fall through these holes. Or I guess you know, I heard about those. Yeah, sinkholes in Florida, and then you know, you could wake up tomorrow morning, leave your driveway, pull out into mm-hmm. the first intersection. Someone's not looking, and boom, get hit, boom, and it's over. Uh, so you know, that's a big thing for me. Is like, you know, life is really short. Um, and it, you know, I'm not getting relatively. Yes, it fucking is. It's it short. It and is if short. you think about when the time you're you're really living, like yeah, fucking elementary school, middle school, high school, whatever, you're having your fun. But you start talking about when you get the age to be able to go out with friends, drink, drive. When you get an adult job and you're able to afford being able to do shit, like that's that's not a very big window of time to where you could afford to take your wife to. Fuck Florida. I mean, you know, what's not a, a long amount of time is the time between like you graduate from high school and then you realize that life is short. Yeah. You everyone know? out of high school is thinking like, shit, I got to make it right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I can't <laughs> I mean, wait to be an adult. Yeah. I just, yeah. yeah no, the hell with my parents. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let me get out of this house. And then you, and then you turn 21 and you're like, God damn it. I got this insurance, this car payment. I got to pay these utilities, a house Um, payment. Let me ask you guys this. Would you go back to high school? Yeah, dude. Send me in a time. Really? Yeah, put me in a time. No, no, not like like, uh, send you back to redo it. Are you happier now or were you happier in high school? I'm happier now. I'm happier now. My thing is if 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 the best time of your life was high school – you need to figure it out, bro. Yeah, you need to do or something gal. different. Because yeah. if the best time of your life was high school, oh. I, I, I thought I, you meant like take what I know now and then like move no, back into high school. No, oh, I'm yeah. saying like. I could do that. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, we got to fucking pay our car insurance and our taxes and shit like that. But you know what else you couldn't do in fucking high school? You couldn't fucking stay out till three in the morning and afford your own shit right. and buy bottle service if you wanted to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could. That's true. You couldn't book a flight to Houston on a Friday 
and come back Sunday if you wanted to. Yeah, this you can do that shit in high school. Like having adult money. Um, but yeah, that's really what it all came from. The another day not promised because like, if you're gonna fucking bitch and whine about oh I had a shitty day, well you better celebrate all the good shit. Yeah, like if if you if you're gonna bitch and moan that you caught three red lights in a row. Well, when you catch a green light, why aren't you fucking going to buy a bottle of champagne? Because I mean, it's easy to be mad. Yeah. I mean, oh, it's so easy to be there, mad. There are so many people out there that got it worse than us. Like, yeah. you know, I, you know, my time. Fuck over, yeah. My time. You over, know better than anyone. Yeah. My time overseas. Like, you know, these these guys, you know, overseas in, in like Afghanistan and Iraq and stuff that, you know, no electricity. They live in a mud hut made out of mud and straw. They keep their meat buried underneath the ground to keep it cold they don't have the luxuries of running water and all these different things they smell like hot shit you know and and we as americans complain complain because our wi-fi went yeah our wi-fi went out you know we don't we don't have enough money for this new iphone 16 max with the right 45 butt plug yeah with with the butt plug and the 4500 megapixel camera and the one gigabit internet and uh, like, come on, bro. Like life could be, life could be so much worse. That's why, you know, you know, like I said, and I'll, I'll keep saying it. Um, I'm, I'm drama free. I'm going to be drama free for the rest of my life. And, um, I just, you know, at this point in where I'm at, I just want to be, I want to be happy. Yeah. The yeah. richest people in the world are drama free. Not you because so? of money. Not, no, not because of money, because of no fucking drama. Yeah. Dude, I know some people who have a shitload of money and they are miserable. All they have is fucking whiskey on Friday and Saturday night and try to go hit on college girls when they're fucking 33 years old. Yeah, I'm a firm believer in money can't buy you happiness. I believe that. Your money can't buy you happiness. Just like everything, I had to learn the hard way on that. And yeah, I'm a firm believer. But I also think that your life experience will either slow you down to that realization or speed you up. If you don't take the time to, you know, do your research and figure out what's going on in the world and how other people are living, you're never going to, you're not going to fully understand it. We even think about like in perspective of, you know, money is probably the big motive of most people's happiness. And it's cool to have money. Like, it's nice to have money. It's comfortable to have money. But they put it in perspective. Somebody making a million dollars a year in San Francisco is no better off than making someone making 50K in Wichita. Yeah. It, but you said <clears throat> comfort, right? Money will buy you comfort. But to an extent. The, to an extent. The people that are uncomfortable are the ones that I think get more out of life. You you can only be comfortable for so long before you're looking for something else. Oh, you'll never find, uh, yeah, like you're never gonna find success in a comfort zone. No, no, you're not. No, and you like keep even, striving, keep striving to yeah. do better. Even even the small stuff like here, learning the steps and the processes, and you know, all that stuff, like it's uncomfortable, and it's uncomfortable to not know what I'm doing, um, some of the time. So, um, sorry, we got a little voicemail going on here. They're probably calling about the fucking happiness. That's uh, the seminar. You're probably right. right. Yeah. 
Um, no, dude, it's just fucking more too. You both know more. Like you're both military. Um, hell yeah, that's honorable. How many people do you know from the military that are just like super happy right now, or or is their life completely fucked up from the military? Uh, both. I know both. Um, there are some people that have had you know success stories, and there are some people that have fallen off the rails, and you know they lost their sense of purpose in life you know they were um sergeant or lieutenant or whatever they were in the military and that brought them a sense of pride and purpose but now they don't have that the brotherhood is gone you know they're out there on their own um there's no one looking out for them which is you know a good thing that the military did provide was um a sense of community and everybody looks out for everybody else. But yeah, some of them just don't have it now, which is why we're doing our, uh, December or our January event mental health for mental health. Mm. Right. Scoop it all back together. Yeah. Well, Jeremy has just joined us. <laughs> We're actually about to wrap this thing up. What right? up, fuckers? <laughs> He's uh, this is the longest jerk-off session I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> this is the most work we've seen Weston do since he's been here. Yeah. Just right? talking this mic. I mean, I <laughs> yep. usually he just sits on the back. and. and Jeremy, and, what's, uh, what's your uh, experience been with hiring these two guys? Oh, man. What's, uh, what's like a superlative word for regret? Uh, my <laughs> what is, what I, I think the word is fuck you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. a superlative would be the superlative of great would be greatest. Mm. <laughs> so regrettest. The regrettest. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I love you guys. We've got a great team here. We do have a fucking good team. Yeah, it's a good team. Well, Jeremy, send us off. Fuck Brandon Bousquet. <laughs> Uh, thanks for listening out to the lid. Uh, hope you've got to know Mike and Weston. Um, as dumb as they are, they actually do work really hard um, to produce our mediocre product. So, uh, yeah, keep listening. Uh, inbox us if you have any guest requests. We're headed up to Kansas City this Saturday to interview a whole bunch of Kansas City breweries. Uh, maybe some you like, maybe some you hate. And, uh, yeah, just keep on pushing. Whoever's listening to this, hope you have a great fucking day. And if not, uh, figure it out tomorrow. Peace. Peace.